0: Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, the host of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and this is an extra podcast for you with Tom Vanderford. We're going to talk about fall camp. We're going to talk about recruiting. Heck, we might talk a little bit about Santarian Perkins. Hey, we're doing, buddy? Hey,
1: I'm doing great. I just want to start out by uh, uh, mentioning a guy that I didn't get his name today, but I was in Kroger Grocery Shopping before I got home, before the podcast, and he stopped me and he said, I recognize you from the podcast. He said, I watch it every morning before I go to work. So, you know who you are. I'm sorry I didn't get your name, but thank you very much for watching.
0: Yes, thank you very much for watching, and I do – it, it really makes me um, – just fills me with pride to know that we are the Ole Miss morning show and yeah. we're how so many Ole Miss fans start their day. And that that's just a really cool thing because, like, when we started this, I was like, hey, Ole Miss needs to have an avenue to have fun, needs to have an avenue that's lighthearted. All the other ones basically cover it the same exact way. We should have a little bit of fun and I should play to my strengths being inside the Manning Center – and having worked in the um, recruiting media all those years, and then we built something like this, and we we got a whole bunch of perspectives. And thank you very much for watching. And of course, tell a friend, buddy. Um, mention in the comments if you see this. Let us know who you are. I'd love to call you out by name, but I I do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was it was really nice. But it's good that it's grown so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of taken over, really. And I think it's wonderful for people that that want Old Miss perspectives and fan perspectives and and you know I, I never uh, have denied that I'm a homer. And that's why I love this so much. I get to be the homer that I am.
0: Yeah, it's in the name. Locked on Ole Miss Podcast. It would not be anything other than that. Ever. I mean, we're we are going to be Ole Miss centric. We're going to talk about things from the Ole Miss point of view. We don't care if a player is going to Notre Dame, for instance. They just immediately fall off the radar exactly. and we don't care about them. Uh, but we're going to try and have fun talking about Ole Miss. And just because that said player goes to Notre Dame, that no player in particular, by the way, I'm I'm just using the hypothetical. Right. Um that doesn't mean that we need to feel somehow less happy about where we are. Yeah. Following sports should be fun. I've always thought the um, tortured sports fan is like they can't hurt me anymore or the um, why did the Cleveland Browns um, get requested to be the Paul Barrier so they could let you down one more time. All, all of that to me is silly because following sports is fun, and if you're not doing it, you're not doing it right. Exactly. exactly. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Block mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it looks like Jackson Dart is the guy. This is we're not going to get an answer. I mean, we we probably won't get an answer until Jackson Dart takes the first snap against Mercer. But everything we have seen during the season, during fall camp, leading up in the summer, every single thing points to Jackson Dart being the quarterback. Now, what is your opinion on what's going on on that? And what do you think Ole Miss should be looking at next?
1: Oh, I completely agree that he's the guy. He's he's earned it. Uh, the video I see uh, from him in camp, he, he's uh, muscled up. He's playing good. And I think he deserves it. I'm just very thankful that we can take the brakes off and do some things with him this year that we weren't able to do last year due to depth at the quarterback position. So, we are, are super deep there, and uh, that sure does make me feel good. I like what Braylon Brown said this week. You know, he said we're uh, – I, I forget now what it was, but he said that, you know, the basically the offense was unbelievable. He said something better than that, but I can't remember it. He uh, – you know, I saw some some video where he made a, a nice catch, uh, you know, in, in very good coverage. So –
0: on a perfect pass it it was perfect all around
1: perfect it was perfect Mm -hmm. and uh i'm really really looking forward to the offense i think they're going to grind the points out and i just like i said don't sleep on this defense folks this defense is going to be good it's not going to be top five good but it's going to be good you know it's yeah i think it's very much going to be top 30.
0: It's going to be Ole Miss good. Let's just yeah. say that going in is going to be a good Ole Miss defense.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just can't wait for the first game. I know it's Mercer, but you know Mercer was seven and four last year. They won a few games. You know they've got a lot of people returning, so it'll be a good early test for all of our new people and see how uh, cohesive they are. Of course, a I
0: thousand <laughs> degrees.
1: Yeah, one one thing that I read—you know, joke, man. One <laughs> one thing that I read, um, and I'm sure you you've talked about it. I'm not completely caught up, but the the fact that uh, Kiffin is is telling people the truth. He's like, you know, the days of a football player coming to Ole Miss because he wants to come to Ole Miss. You know, that that's not the case anymore. These kids want the NIL deal. They want the playing time. You know, he said it's more like the NFL now than it was. He said it's sad that it is that way, but that's where we're at right now.
0: You know, I I think Lane Kiffin in a way, I think he's absolutely right, by the way. Um, but I'm, even previously whenever you recruiting kids, there wasn't kids that necessarily were coming to your school because the weight room was nice. I mean yeah. it, it, whenever an offer and I'm going to use that an offer becomes similar all of a sudden the school and the feel and the relationships happen. But the most important thing in recruiting right now, by far and I interviewed Walker Jones Friday for tomorrow morning's day of collection for the Grove Collective. And he says, not even close. It's money. It's NIL. And the way that you can help Ole Miss be competitive is by donating to that NIL. And it's not a dirty word. I just think that fan bases are, they're so, I don't know if prideful is the right word. I, I don't, they need to think that Joe quarterback is at their school because he is one of them. And that wasn't the case. Tw- that hasn't been the case for 20 or 30 years.
1: Yeah. Not unless you get a Manning or a legacy, you know, a Todd Wade.
0: Well, then, even then it doesn't matter because there's only been one Manning kid that played football at Ole Miss.
1: That's true. That's uh-huh. true. Yeah. Yeah, and,
0: and, and that's nothing against Archie. That's nothing against Eli, even Cooper or anything else. I'm just saying that yeah. there is a limit of, to where you support. Peyton had all kinds of, of warm and fuzzy feelings about the university of Mississippi. He's the one that ultimately looked up to his dad and he could, he could basically copy Stan Torgerson uh, when he's going through the pre snap play. Right. Um, and, and Peyton Manning is a Tennessee legend, and he's teaching classes at Tennessee right now on digital media. It, it's I, he, You can't just adopt somebody, for lack of a better word. Um, Peyton Manning, Ole Miss can't just adopt him, even though Archie is the favorite son of the school. Bec- it just doesn't work that way because people are inherently selfish, yeah. and they're going to do what's best for them.
1: Exactly, exactly, and we, you know, we have it all the time, and you know, I, I've finally gotten over that. I would get my my uh, feelings hurt, you know, when Eddie Smalls' kid uh, committed to Tennessee. I got my feelings hurt, and you know, they, I mean, you you just automatically expect these kids to to go to Ole Miss because they're legacies, and the kids gonna do what's best for them, you know, uh, and that's that, there's nothing wrong with that. And we've got to face the music. It's a business. But it's been a business for quite some years. It's just legal now.
0: Yeah. Let's let's look at this. That's a that's a really good example. Eddie Small is a good example. He loves Ole Miss. He does. If you talk to him, he's been on the show. He loves Ole Miss. But his two brothers went to Florida and Georgia. Right. He is from Florida, so there's not heartstrings from a childhood. His love stems from those, those years that he was in Oxford. But exactly. him making that decision wasn't because of heartstrings. So anybody in that family and even the kids, all of that stuff is going to be a little bit different. Now, I think Jabari Small would have been at old Miss if he had gotten the offer from Matt and Luke, but that's another thing altogether. We might not have yeah. a Quinshot right now if that had happened.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and you yeah. know Everything everything works out. Everything works out. But, folks, y'all need to to get excited out there because I know I've been beating the drum, but it's true. We are so deep. We're so well coached. Uh, We've got the opportunity for this year to be very, very special. Even with our rough schedule, we've got the opportunity to be extremely special this year. So enjoy, folks. Enjoy.
0: You, know, you do you know what my big worry is, and as an Ole Miss fan, and I'm sure everybody listening to the show is real similar. Everybody has plays the exercise in your head, and like, what can go wrong? What what's the thing that I'm not thinking of that obviously is going to rear its head? And the thing that is starting to make me nervous against Tulane and Mercer is this low contact walk through. All of this kinder gentler camp, it's going to lead to a bunch of cramps and maybe some procedural penalties early on. And yep. I don't know if Mercer or Tennis Tulane is good enough to beat on Miss, but that that is kind of where my concern is living right now.
1: Oh, I agree. There's a anybody that's ever played the game of football knows that it's a different game when you get punched in the mouth. You know. Uh, all this uh, thud stuff and all the that's, – that's wonderful. That keeps your injuries down. That's fine. But when you it comes time to play the game, uh, you're going to have to punch people in the mouth and you're going to get punched in the mouth and you're going to have to play ball. Hmm. So that's going to be something to watch. Uh, other than that, I think uh, depth at safety and and depth on the offensive line, uh our concerns. I, I don't have any concerns with, with wide receiver, tight end, running back, quarterback, defensive line, linebacker, none at all. Uh we've got tons of corners. We've got a lot of new faces. I do worry, uh well no, I won't say I worry. I'm concerned about how how well all of these people gel together. We got a lot of new faces. Uh, especially on the defensive backfield side of the ball, and on defense in all, and I, I'm I'm hoping that the position coaches and that Pete Golding are doing a wonderful job. I hope uh, I've heard good things of of working to make that unit a cohesive unit.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the defense. How, how how much are you looking forward to watching Son Terry and Perkins play against Mercer?
1: <laughs> I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait because he's a grown man, I'm telling you. Uh, I know I mentioned this the last podcast, but last year they were saying, hey, this Judkins kid's for real. This year they're saying, hey, this Perkins kid's for real. Mm. You know, we haven't had a five-star linebacker in a long time, I think, since C.J. Johnson. And he ended up at defensive end. He had a good career, but uh, Perkins is, uh, from everything I hear, he is a superstar. So that's going to be interesting to see his development this year uh, as we get through the early schedule and we get into SEC ball.
0: Yeah, and and there is a system that they're doing right now in recruiting through the transfer portal and through high school recruiting at the moment and they're concentrating defense player defensive players on the high school players um and then they're getting skill players on offense from the transfer portal we're not going to talk about kamarian franklin because we recorded this on friday as we're recording this he still hasn't announced so we right. we don't know what's going to happen there so we're going to talk about Trevor Jackson, who we're kind of on commit watch. We got a crystal ball from Steve Wiltfong, which is usually means it half is going to happen. Yeah. And you also, you have real White, who Wiltfong also believes is going to end up at Ole Miss. Now, August, depending on what happens, but like I said, by the time everybody watches this, they'll know what's going to happen, but we are recording it before the announcement. Depending on that one, means that this August could completely turn around the recruiting four-lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels. And all of a sudden, you're sitting right there in that little that little sweet spot of 17, 18, 19 in the country with a transfer portal class that you know is going to be in the top five, and this roster is going to get even better.
1: I really think that they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's uh, weird, right?
1: Years They, they have a plan. I've said for many years I'm glad that Lane Kiffin uh, with the environment now, with NIL and the environment in college football, I'm glad we've got a coach that has NFL head coaching experience. Uh, I'm glad he's got a dad that he can ask questions of that has tons of NFL coaching experience. And they are doing the best they can. Did, you know, do I think Lane got distracted with Auburn last year towards the end? I do. Uh, did it affect the team? I know it did. Uh, I know for a fact it did. <laughs> uh, with with the people that I know, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, all of that, hopefully, is put to put to rest, and everybody's ready to do good things. And we plug so many holes, Stephen, and so much depth, and. I'm just ready to see it happen.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm ready for the balls to play. I'm or, ready. I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to see some pressure on some quarterbacks. You know, I'm ready to see some picks because of that pressure. I'm ready to see uh, Sundarian Perkins blitz, rush the edge, whatever he's got to do, and uh, all the rest of the kids up there in the linebacking core. I'm just I'm pumped.
0: Mm-hmm. Should be really good. And everybody, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Tommy, thank you so much. Can't wait till next week. We can do it again.
1: Yes, sir. Me too. Hottie Toddy, everybody.
0: Hottie Toddy.